Well, what do you know? It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. Is it really another day? Yes, is it is. It's supposed to. Are my lips an really older working day. this morning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Bill Knight, by the way. Hi, Bill Knight. Who is that man there? That How's the world treating talk? you on this uh, beautiful Friday? Uh, actually, you know what? It's starting to feel like fall. It you is. Know? Yeah, it is. You know, there's a chill in the air. I'm going like, you know, I get up in the morning, take off. I, you know, my pajamas, I either got the long pants or the short pants pajamas. <laughs> uh-huh. And I've been doing the short pants pajamas. And all of a sudden, this is too much this information. Morning. You know that. I know, but I was going, goosebumps. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Not shorts today. We're wearing pants. We're wearing the jeans. You know, yesterday I went outside to get the mail and I went out the door and I had my shorts on. And so it was like 52 degrees up, or it felt like 52 degrees. I thought, whoa. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm going to have the fire pit going tonight, baby. That's uh, like <laughs> sitting out there with a nice glass of wine, the fire pit going. Uh, uh, you might see me waking up in the morning going, I fell asleep out here. Damn it. <laughs> well, in 50, if it's 52 degrees outside, you won't oh, yeah. be falling asleep out there. Um, <sighs> a lot of it's things, scary, isn't it? A lot of things going on in our world, my friend. Uh, things that uh, that frightened me to to be honest with you, they really do. Because I don't think the last time I lived in a world that, that was this unstable, I think I was probably in seventh or eighth grade and we were practicing hiding under our desks. Duck and cover. Yeah, duck and cover. Exactly right. Um, yes, I remember those days. We have a leader of one of the, the country that has the most nuclear weapons in the world. We have that leader threatening to use them. Mm-hmm. And over here, we're talking about nonsensical things. We're being distracted by the, the damnedest things. And, and I think to myself, is anybody paying attention to what's really going on? Well, they're pointing the finger because of the nuclear. You're talking about the nuclear war threat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're talking about, well, Putin's against the wall. He's crazy. He's going to do this. And I started thinking about it and I was going, you know, the threat is not Putin. Yes, he's saying, hey, you know what? I'm not afraid to use these nukes that right. I got my finger my mm-hmm. finger on the trigger. Mm-hmm. But I had to put myself in his shoes. And I sat there and said, would I do that? I know the consequences. Yeah, now, the, the answer to the question is, oh, yes, I would. Would I be the first to hit the button? Now, that's the question that Mm -hmm. you got to understand. And I don't think he would hit the button first, but he would sit there. Let's say that Joe and his wisdom, Mm -hmm. the old man wisdom he's got goes, well, we're going to teach him a lesson. We're going to hit him with some tactical warheads. They don't have to be nuclear warheads. Mm -hmm. They just have to be something that inflicts some damage and pain. And then I, as in my mind, Putin would say, it's on, boom. And you have to realize the way that they would fire those missiles, we've talked talked about it before, they wouldn't come over the top like you would right, think. Right, they go the other way, right, the long way. But they go supersonic, mm-hmm. hypersonic. By the time we detect them, I think what it is, what is it? We have 20 seconds or something like that. It's, it's a minimal amount of time, isn't it? Well, I don't, I forget what it is, but the amount of time that we have, by the time we detect them, uh, we don't have enough time to get the shot off. Let's say that we figured that out. Right. We do. It doesn't matter. We're hit. The only thing we can do is fire a retaliatory salvo. But, you know, we, we do have the luxury of saying, yeah, we got subs out there, but we don't know everything that they got, and it doesn't matter. And fortunately, have- Bill, fortunately, we don't know everything that we have, too. We don't know. We're being told we don't have hypersonic yet. It's in development. We, we're Actually, working on it. they did develop it. They yeah. did develop it uh, a few months so ago. So I'm, I'm thinking that we do have hypersonic. We're just not talking about it. There's budgets out there that does uh, a lot of developmental things. That we don't know about, but it really doesn't matter. The point is, is our leadership, mm. you know, and, and we have rogue generals and I think every country does, 
but we have Joe Biden. You can count on Joe. Look what he's done to the economy. Yeah, he couldn't find way to his go, way. Joe. He couldn't find his way off a stage yesterday. Did you see that? Again, yeah. he finishes a speech and then he gets lost getting off the stage. And this is the guy who has his finger on the trigger. I want to tell you something. I'd like to talk to you about mission creep, if I could. Mission creep. Yeah, that sounds we, we interesting. Start, we started off the Ukraine situation because mm-hmm. the country of Ukraine was invaded by those mean, evil ogres from Russia who just, for no good reason, invaded the country. So we had to rise, and everybody picked up the Ukrainian flag. Remember, people had them on their houses, oh, their the lawns. Blue. I see them flying everywhere they, now. They're they, just tattered yeah. or torn down. Yeah, they were on the bumpers. People had bumper stickers of the Ukrainian flag. It was People couldn't find the Ukraine on a map, Okay. They couldn't find where the Ukraine is, but they were flying those flags because they were told that uh, the mean, evil ogres from Russia had invaded the poor, innocent people in Ukraine. Now, mind you, historically, the Ukraine has been one of the most corrupt governments in one of the most corrupt countries in, in world history. Is especially a creep, always a creep. Yeah, especially recent world history. But we put that aside. So we go in there to help. We start giving them weapons and, and money to help them def- defend themselves, and we give them more and more money. And over time, the purpose of their mission begins to evolve. Now, I listened to a speech by Zelensky. I think he gave it in front of the UN. It was on television, and he was talking about how uh, Russia had to be punished, okay? Russia had to be punished for what they've done. Now, we didn't go in there to punish Russia. We went into the Ukraine to help defend the Ukrainians. You know, I also learned yesterday, and, and it's not talked about, that Russia early on proposed to Zelensky that they would cease all military operations if the Ukraine promised never to become a member of NATO. Now, well, that, yeah, we talked about yeah, that a long time ago. That's old news. They're not a member of NATO. They haven't been a member of NATO. And Russia said, look, we'll stop this. If you promise us, you will not become members of NATO. And Zelensky turned that down. So we're spending billions of dollars. I haven't got the exact figure, but it's way up there. Billions of dollars in the Ukraine that we don't have. We don't don't have this, Bill. We have a country that is going down economically the toilet, and we're giving our money to this faraway country where we have no vested interest on the surface. I say, as a country, we have no vested interest, but I do think that some of our politicians, including the Biden family, have been a proven. big time vested interest in the Ukraine. But here's the problem. And, you know, we, the people, maybe not the red, but the blue, you know, the, the Hunter Biden laptop, it's been out there. It's been proven. It exists. Everybody knows the news. Even the mainstream yeah. media picked it up. And the Hunter Biden story, and and yes, everyone knows that the Bidens are corrupt. The big guy mm-hmm. is Joe, and it's not thousands of dollars. It's not tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. It's not just millions. It's billions. They are a corrupt crime family. They they yeah. want to say Trumps the uh, the Trumps. All of them are being indicted by uh, you know the Attorney General of New York City. Uh, who's up for election and in the toilet and the ratings, and this is a political stunt. But either way, you know, the Congress had the chance to say, let's go ahead and look into this Biden thing. But it doesn't suit their agenda. So they said, nah, we're not going to look into this. No, they're going to go out. There's a story out there now that says the, uh, the, the Democratic Party is caught up in their own big lie. And, you know, big lie, mm-hmm. you know, thinking about it, um, that was used by yeah. the Nazis <laughs> when they were talking about the Jews and, 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 and everything else that was going on in the war. 
the the Nazis were the first to talk about the big lie to cover up the fact that they were liars. One of the things that Hitler proved mm-hmm. was that if you controlled the media, you controlled the story. Mm-hmm. And and he controlled Germany's media. So exactly. he painted a picture about uh, the mean, evil, uh, less-than-human people called Jews. I mean, he really sold that terrible, terrible narrative and uh, not everybody in Germany took it, but a lot of people followed dutifully in line. Now, that's not happening here. It, the difference in this situation is the, the party that has the media, which is the left, they're telling, they're telling a story about MAGA now. They're saying the MAGA people are, are uh, evil, they're terroristic. They have- well, is that not the same thing as the Jews? They, the Germans sold the dirty, evil Jews. The dirty, evil MAGA. These are cultists. These are people that are a threat to, and I always hate it when they say this, they're a threat to our democracy. It's not your damn democracy. No, it's a threat to their narrative. It's a threat to what they believe in, not to our democracy. No, our democracy means red, blue, Yes, you know, sides. Uh, If there's a color for independent, uh, them, libertarian, the green, it's... The democracy is shared by both sides. It is not one side's only to hold and control, which the blue think they do. Screw you, blue. If you've learned one thing from the Biden administration, Joe Biden is not the guy running our government. No. Our government is being run by that deep state that people are talking about, that unseen group of people who were never elected, who we didn't vote for, we don't know who they are, yet they're pulling all the strings. I mean, Biden's a guy who can't get off a stage without help. And and you're trying to tell the world that he is the leader of the free world, that he knows what he's doing? Yeah. Well, look, you know, when you're fighting the snake, you got to cut off its head. Unfortunately, is the head of the snake Obama or is it Medusa? And it's uh, Hillary. Or a combination of the two. Yeah. You got a lot of heads to chop off. And, yeah. And- we are being distracted by so many things over here. 50 illegals flying to Martha's Vineyard. All of a sudden, that takes up all the oxygen in the news cycle. You don't hear about the fact that we have missiles aimed at our major cities right now. They're being dusted off and uh, powered up because they may be used. He's threatened to use him. Yeah, he's threatened to use him. And I think what he's saying is, you do something and you make me use him, I'll use him. And that means we attack him on a level that he's got to answer, or we do fire a nuke. And think about Joe, the senile old man. But also think about this, not just Russia that has nukes. Well, China's got nukes. India's got nukes. Germany's got nukes. Where do you think all those nukes are pointed? At us. So if all the nukes in the world yeah. are pointed at us, which probably they are, what does that say about us? Uh, it, it says, A, that we're in trouble. It, it says we're in trouble. It, it also says that our, our global policy right now isn't working. People Und- are tired of our BS. Under Trump. Uh, he had things in check, whether you like it or not. Uh, we didn't have any wars under Trump. Uh, the he got along with Kim Jong Un, and uh, he got along with Xi in China, and he got along with Putin in Russia. And You're you know the media, revered. the media made a big thing out of it, like, oh, you know, he's friends with Putin. You know, if the guy across the street is a big bad bully, but you're friends with that big bad bully. There's a mm-hmm. good there's a good chance he's not going to come over and beat the snot out of you. You know? I mean, yeah. that so maybe maybe that's a good thing that he had a relationship with these guys who had the weapons. Better the enemy you know than the one you don't know. Exactly right. So, so uh we have a, a dire situation right now. Uh I don't think that we should get my personal opinion I think that we've made a big mistake in the Ukraine. It's not to say that we couldn't have given them humanitarian uh, aid, 
We couldn't have helped the people of the Ukraine. I think by handing them missiles and, and weapons and stuff, we've alienated the Russians. I think that they've become uh, more of an enemy now than they were when this war started. And that's not a good thing. And I watched one of these talking generals on TV. You know, they, they're like talking heads, but they're former military people. And he and, and these guys, they're in their element. When when a war is going oh, they on, love oh this. no! I heard this guy say to John Roberts on on Fox, and I forgot which at which general it was, but it was one of the retired generals. But he was excited. He thought that. The mistake we've made is we haven't, haven't given the Ukrainians our bigger missiles, the weapons that can go further and do more damage to the Russians, to really put the fear of God in the Russians. Now, you know, the thing that we have Putin saying to us right now is we're kind of angry at you people in the West, and you better not hurt our, our country any more than you've hurt it already, or... We may have to use our bigger weapons, okay? And mm-hmm. uh, so what do we have these retired admirals saying? Use the bigger weapons. We have well, you know, Lindsey Graham. You know, there's there's a guy who, in my opinion, is a huge fraud. A huge fraud. Right. And I'll tell you why. Because he goes out on TV, on Fox and stuff, and he sells himself as a supporter of Trump, and I'm a conservative. He just I, turned on him again. He turns on him like on a dime, okay? He can never be relied on, really. And he loves. He's never seen a war that he doesn't want to be a part of. He loves war. Now, that's probably because, and I have no proof, I have nothing, but it's just a, a speculation on my part. He probably has some uh, armament people in his who are backing his uh, his well, political it could endeavors. Be, but this could be a mental psyche thing too, because you think about it: World War One, mm-hmm. people that go and oorah, man, I'm in the military. They want to go out and kill people, blow things up, and break things. Yeah, and they had the opportunity. We had a war. And we had conflicts between World War One and World War Two, and even after World War Two, you know, we had the Korean War, we had Vietnam. So all these generals got to go out and play army. Sure, you know, boys love to play army, oh, and girls gl- do hey, too now. How many how many Americans got involved in the Spanish War, the Spanish Civil War in nineteen thirty nine? Play army, yeah, for real. Well, we haven't had that opportunity in years, and you got all these generals going. We got this stockpile of all this good stuff. Even when you go back to um, the Gulf War, mm-hmm. we had stockpiles of munitions. So it was it was no big deal. Hey, we got a stockpile of stuff here. Let's go blow well, up some you, things me, and kill some people. Well, how many times have we questioned why in the name of goodness did we leave $89 billion worth of our equipment and, and weaponry in Afghanistan? I mean, to the average common man like you and I, it didn't make any friggin' sense. Why are we leaving all of that expensive stuff there and just walking away? And I'll tell you why. I was going to say, I have an answer, but let me hear well, yours. They're tell- they left it because they want to replace it. They want to replace that equipment in this country because when they replace it in this country, they're, they're making money. They're generating well, government revenue. Reason. Well, what, what was your opinion? What was your, what was your, well, answer? I mean, they're, they're sitting there, they, they've got all of this stuff mm-hmm. and they're going, gee, it would be fun to use it. They didn't pay for it. We paid for it. Yeah. So the fact that they lost it, it's no big deal. And then you're right. You know, cause we can get some new shiny new weapons. That's it. We get, you know? we get some real shiny stuff. We are, we got leaders and military people, and we need leaders, and we need military, and we need a strong military, but they got to have a rational mind, and they don't. These are these are grown-up little kids, and they're not playing with the little, you know, the plastic green army men. They're playing with your sons and your daughters that are out there, and they put them on a map, and they say, well, oh, <laughs> you killed our man over there. Oh, <laughs> you blew up our tank. Hey, let me go get this tank. Oh, you're going to see my... We're, we're a bunch of kids playing a God-blessed game. Do you ever get the impression that, that the most expendable item in war is a person? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, 
they they have no problem with sending people here and sending soldiers there and getting people. I mean, really, I mean, they have no problem with uh, casualties. Well, how much does it cost to make more? I mean, they just conscript more. They just they yeah. just bring more in. Well, maybe, maybe maybe that's what we're doing with the border. Maybe we're bringing in future workers. Nah, <laughs> let's yeah. Let's you don't you, them. you you don't want um, illegals <laughs> as soldiers in the U.S. No, you don't. You know, well, no. Biden might. Well, maybe Biden might, but he, I think that's a huge mistake. I watched that interview with Trump on Hannity, and, and one of the good things he, Trump said was, look at if I become president again, uh, uh, things will be different on the border. And Hannity said, well, will you deport the people who are here? He said, I'll, I'll sure as heck deport the bad ones. I'll deport the terrorists. I'll deport the criminals. He said, Venezuela, unloading all their prisoners uh, into our country, they'll go back. They'll be shipped back. And people have said, well, how will they find these people? Oh, we can find them. You know, we have, you know, the local police in every community, they know who the strangers are in their town for the most part. They can, they can round them up if they have to. You'll know who the strangers are yes. in your neighborhood. Let's be honest. Now, I'm not sitting there going, you know, look over your shoulder because they're all around you. But you know what? Joe's making sure. I mean, the numbers hey, he's, are staggering yeah, he's, now. He's of, spreading the wealth. <laughs> he's spreading the, numbers, the wealth. The numbers are well, well, well into the millions of illegals. And what is it? Something like 87 known uh, terrorists that came across the border in, what, the last month or something like that? That's it's known. Just, yeah. That's known. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a picture of two illegals being picked up in Texas. Mm -hmm. And the cops said, where are you from? They said, Pakistan. That, that last yeah. I heard, the Pakistan uh, didn't border our country. Well, you know, when people used to come to our country, and I encourage people to come to our country, but you have to sit there and have the American values and want the American dream. So they had to learn the Constitution, know who the presidents were. I bet most people, I can't even do it, rattle off all the presidents probably should know. And, you know, that's one thing for a society to work and exist and grow. Um, you've got to understand your history and where you came from and the wherefores and whys that you got to where you are today. Because when you lose that, you lose your direction. It's like wandering off into the woods. If you don't mark your way, mm. you're not going to be able to get your way. You're going to be lost in that forest. We are lost in a drift, my friends. We're either lost at sea or we're lost in the woods. And Joe is just taking us further in. Don't worry about uh, marking your way. Don't worry about any of this. I'm Joe Biden. I know where I'm going. Watch me get off the stage. I was reading a story a little while ago before the show started about how we're privately warning Russia against using nukes. Privately warning Russia. And I'm thinking, why? Why aren't we on the world stage saying, you better not use nukes? That's a game changer that changes the whole landscape of the world. You cannot use nukes. Well, how about this idea? Let's just sit there and say, it's all a game. It's kids playing warfare. Maybe, you know, whatever. So, Jim, I don't want you to use I don't want you to do it. I, you, 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 you better not. And don't bring my mama into this, too. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I've done something subversive to, to attack you that I'm going to blame on you. You know, I look at this guy, Tony Blinken. You know who Tony Blinken is? Yeah. And he has this real Casper milk toast approach to delivery. He is supposed to be our Secretary of State, I, I believe, Tony Blinken. He's very hypnotic because yeah. he speaks in a You know, I saw a video voice. of him. He, he's in a rock band, right? All these guys, they're, they're never just good diplomats. This guy's in a rock band, Tony Blinken. And he's probably better at being a rock musician than being. Oh, we should play yeah. him sometime. But um, I don't know the, whether they have a recording contract. But I'm thinking to myself, if I were the Russians and this guy walked in the door to negotiate with us, uh, I would be giggling a lot, you know, because he just doesn't have the gravitas, as the left likes to say. He just gravitas. doesn't. Yeah. You know, when, when a guy like uh, Mike Pompeo walked in the room, you felt like you had somebody who had some some intelligence behind uh, his 
and, and some power behind his his presentation. This guy here that we have now, forget it. I mean, you know, and I, I look at our whole administration. Who in mm-hmm. that administration can you look to and, and admire? I mean, from the president on down, you, you have a guy who is having uh, – senility problems as our president you have a vice president who's uh, can't get a sentence out without repeating uh, a, a word 15 times in the sentence sentence i mean she is she's just uh, in her own world lady word word salad is who you're talking yeah about. and then after that it's just one uh mistake after another i'm trying to be diplomatic but it's true we haven't got there is no diplomacy we don't have a, an administration that has any uh, substance to it. You no, know? we don't. If you are into saying prayers, pray for our country because we're in a desperate time right now, and uh, it's not going it to. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better. I hear all these pundits saying, "Well, you know, the looks like the midterms are going to be fantastic for the Republicans, and it's going to be a complete turnaround." And I think that if it were fair. And honest, it would be. It, but yeah, I don't believe it's going to be fair. That's I don't exactly. believe it's going to be honest. And yeah. Nancy Pelosi said she knew back in 2020 yeah. that they were going to win uh, coming up this November. Oh, of course, she How the knew. hell do you know that? Oh, yeah, she, right. yeah, she knew because she talked to the guys who had fixed it then. Yeah, yeah, and and she knows him personally because she was in on that meeting about fixing the elections, just like the the um, the January 6th insurrection. Uh, yeah, there was an insurrection. It was planned and paid for by the Democrats. Just in case you were wondering, yeah, that's who it is. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, you blue caused the insurrection. Although, you know, uh, all the things that you say that happened, didn't happen there, which is really interesting anywhere that there's been any kind of massive riots, protests, breakouts, building burnings, people shot. It was not done by the Republicans. The other thing I was going to ask was, why is it that we're supporting uh, Zelensky in the Ukraine with weapons and and all of these things of war? Why haven't we gotten together and put together a peace negotiation group and say, wait a second, hold it. Everybody take a breath. Take, take, Take three weeks to pause everything and let's talk. Let's all sit down and talk and see whether there's common ground and whether we can come to an agreement without killing anybody else. I haven't heard this administration say a darn thing about doing something like that, have you? No, I haven't. But if uh, if they did, I'm sure that uh, Joe would say, I got just the guy to go and negotiate in Russia and the Ukraine. Hunter, come on, got a job for you. <laughs> it's going to be Hunter and a new Hunter, laptop put your, and a new crack pipe. Put your clothes on and, and come over here. We have yeah, lay that lay that mm, pipe down, yeah. son. I got a job for you, <laughs> and this is a good one. You'll love this, yeah. Bring the checkbook because we'll be putting stuff into it. Some bad news coming. Biden economy is in the in the toilet, too. We have problems with his world diplomacy, you know, and, and the situation in the Ukraine. And I was just reading that... Uh, the average American needs an annual wage increase of $11,500 to keep up with Biden inflation. That's about $1,000 extra a month you're going to need for your budget. The average American. I would say it's going to be a lot higher than that because the big news that's coming out breaking this morning, whether you get it or not, mm-hmm. you, you will get it. Uh, you'll get it in an envelope uh, that will have the name of your power company on it. Oh, yeah. And your gas company on it, because the national grid, whoever owns that, it's a conglomerate of a few wealthy people. Right. Because like Susquehanna Power, well, they really don't own the thing. They, they're just, they, 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 they distribute the yeah. power and they, they build they, you for they, it. They actually take it from other areas and, and bring it into their area. And, so the national yeah. grid, and this is not just, uh, you know, in our state or, New York or Massachusetts, it's it's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, everywhere. They are saying that as of in November, your electric prices will go up by 64% at least. Your gas, what the two of those have together in common, I don't know. Your gas is going to go up 22%, maybe even as high as 100%. So if you pay 100 and 80 bucks 
let's say right now, yeah, for a power bill to heat your house, right? To heat your power, house, yeah. and you, and right now you're you're turning things off, yeah. Well, you may as well just go ahead and unplug everything because it's going to be three hundred dollars for that. Wow, that's and maybe yeah. more, and that's not up for debate or you know everything. That is the fact, Jack. So, you know. All of these things that are coming to fruition and are coming out there, Biden, the Democrats, and the media all knew this. They've known about it. They've been trying to keep it quiet because they're going, if we can, if we make it through November, <laughs> we'll still be in charge all the way. Well, that's what they're doing. They want to hold on to their power. Well, this story says Joe Biden's energy policy driven inflation has added $961 a month to pre-existing ex expenses. So apparently they're including uh, the rise in uh, energy in this figure. So that's still $1,000 a month, Bill. I mean, you look at look at your budget every month. Can you all of a sudden turn around and say, I need to find another $1,000? I mean, I'm just talking about the average Joe. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the problem. You're sitting there going, hmm, you know, I, I need to... Uh you, let's say you bring in, let's say you make 60000 a year. So yeah. you make 5000 a month. You take taxes out of that. And so you're left with, what, 3700 bucks or something like that. That's your sure. that's your monthly budget. Yeah. Now, when you pay your mortgage, you pay your electricity, you pay your water bill, your sewer, your gas, you pay for your groceries, uh, any little incidentals that come along, you're sitting there going, okay, I got $60 left that I can throw into my savings account. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's sixty dollars, and goodbye. then some has just been sucked away. Well, that so you better get a second job, my friend, because you ain't going to be able to survive. That sixty dollars is just a fraction of what you're going to need. A fraction. Yeah. That's that figure I just said. You're going to need additional nine hundred and sixty-one dollars. That's sixty dollars of that nine hundred and sixty-one dollars. So you need nine hundred one dollars. Yeah, you need nine hundred one dollars more uh, somewhere. To get so that 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 ten percent tithe you give to the church that you really don't well you you may as well even forget about claiming that because yeah. obviously the government wants you to tithe to them or the power companies do. They also so said the credit cards the credit card debt is through the roof right now. You know you can actually see what the debt is and you can look at it if you go to our website it's anotherday.com. There's a thing in there that goes that's the uh, national the the national debt clock. And when Biden goes, well, I've lowered the debt. This is the actual dot org debt clock. And we're knocking on the door of $31 trillion, but it breaks it down to consumer debt, credit card debt, everything. And, and it breaks it down to each individual person. So how do you, you really pay that back? Know, how do you pay that back? Think about it. I mean, we're talking trillions of dollars. I saw somebody do a comparison between millions and trillions, and it was jaw-dropping. It was like, how do you pay back trillions? And I don't think you can. I don't know that you can because everything has interest on it. You know, and my thought to that is, you know, when this planet was created and, and, and God created man, did Anybody that he goes, okay, and you, you right there, Adam and Eve, you own the world and your kids own the world and everyone else will have to pay for things to you. No, that is just the greed of mankind that people, it's just how, how it works. I'm wondering if we do not just sit there and do a big, big global reset on that clock. And I'm sorry for the big money people. Screw you. We eliminate the debt. It's wiped out for every country, every person. It's all done, clean slate. We start We start from scratch. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, had some comments about Biden and uh, his inflation and gas prices. And uh, she has a suggestion, and she, I guess, is going to uh, make that suggestion again on the floor of Congress very soon. You want to know what the most calls I've gotten this week are? The most calls I've gotten this week from my district and from other people across the country is this one, impeach Joe Biden. They're calling and telling me impeach Joe Biden and they're thrilled with the fact that I was on Tucker Carlson's show last week saying I'm introducing articles of impeachment on Joe Biden again because he's selling our strategic petroleum reserves to foreign countries all over the world 
and the biggest one is China. Joe Biden is selling our emergency oil reserves to China so that he can lower the gas prices for November 8th and they can hopefully win Democratic seats. Absolutely pathetic. You know, when Trump was in office, our reserves were tapped off. We had a lot of uh, strategic reserve oil and fuel. Now it's down like minus 49% since uh, mm-hmm. since Biden has been in office. He, and he's selling most of it, like she said, to China. You know, wh- these uh, last I heard, these were the people who were like our, I don't know, poli- at least political enemies. Now we're suffering. They're saying that the price of gas is going to go up over $4 again. Like oh, with yeah, it's, some, it'll be more than that. Yeah, it, but they're talking about like this week. Uh, it has been going down all summer long because of our oil reserve. They've been using some of that to make the difference up in supply. And people have been saying, oh, the price of gas is down to three fifty or down to three twenty or oh, it's getting it's getting lower again. Mind you, it was a dollar eighty nine under Trump. But uh, you know, when when the last summer, the beginning of the summer, when it was like five dollars and twenty cents a gallon, that was high. So when it went down to under four dollars, people were saying, Well, the price of gas is coming down again. That was phony. That was our reserve gas being put into our system to bolster, to lower the prices and bolster mm-hmm. their image. You know, we're bringing the price of gas down. Well, they're, they're running out of that reserve now. And we were told that early on, and everybody seems to have forgotten this, that that reserve was only going to be effective for at least for like two months, three months, maybe. And he was going to refill it with cheaper fuel. Remember, not and more cheaper, expensive first. fuel and more expensive to fill up our reserve fuel, meaning Trump used uh, good gas, good fuel rather, to right. tap off the uh, the reserve, and he paid for it at a low per barrel price, twenty four bucks or something. Yeah, like that. now they're paying over a hundred dollars a barrel. See, but Joe was saying that we were going to get the good stuff cheap. He lied, and you know I don't see why people don't understand that he's lying now because you can Google it. You know, I that that's the famous thing now that you hear all the Democrats. Go ahead and Google it. Go ahead and Google it. Well, you know, it's run by the liberals, but the one thing they haven't taken down is the simple fact that it was the left that was pointing out Biden back in 88, that he was a liar and a cheat Mm. and he hasn't changed. You don't change a a snake. Doesn't become something else. It's always a snake. A scorpion is always a scorpion. He's a bad man. You have to remember that even back in the, uh, 70s when he became a young when he was a young senator became a member of the senate for the first time one of his strengths was he had that magnificent uh uh, switch on switch off smile okay he could he could be mad as heck he could hate what you're saying but if it was to his benefit to smile he could flip that thing on with like a switch and it was a it's a great smile you have to admit his smile is is pretty effective and uh, that was disarming. That was disarming to people. I mean, do you remember when he got caught plagiarizing other people's speeches when he was running for president? I think it was in 88. And Yeah, he was. And most people would have been melting in front of a microphone. He went out to, to admit that he might have misappropriated, he may have inadvertently stolen other politicians' speeches. I heard you know? it. I thought it was my own thoughts. Yeah. Free will. Yeah. Well, once, maybe he twice. He had that yeah. great smile. You know, it was like, well, you, you kind of caught me, you know? And it, it, to a certain extent, it was disarming. The media, by the way, was in a different place back in the uh, 80s and 90s. They were much more uh, neutral. They were more, they reported the news and not their opinion and commentary. Now we, that was called an editorial back then Yeah, for, for all practical purposes. This show is an editorial. It's our opinion. And you do have, if you're going, you guys are full of it. I don't believe in this thing. You know what? There's mail at it's another day.com. There's the toll free number. It's a new one. The eight, three, three, five, three, eight, 78, 68. You can, which is let's vote. You know, well, I'm not voting red because of this. Well, I'd love to hear what you have to say. I'm not voting blue because of this. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Jim would too. It would, it gives us some, you know, something to bounce off of. And Uh trust me, 
we'll 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 take your uh, ideas and punt them in the air. I can't imagine why anybody would uh, look at what Biden is doing and feel good about it. Anybody. I mean, do you feel good if if you are a Democrat and have been a Democrat your whole life? Do you feel good about what he's doing with our border? Do you feel comfortable with letting all of these strangers come across? Oh, I know the humanity and they're good people and, well, you know, they need a chance and all of those wonderful, touchy-feely things. But what about the other guys, the gang members, the terrorists, the drug pushers that are coming across with no uh, constraints? They're just walking across and doing their thing. How about the gotaways? That's what they call them, the ones who come across the border and aren't picked up by the border mm-hmm. patrol people. How about the 500,000 gotaways who've entered the country? What are they doing? Well, they probably entered the border, came across, got in some somebody's van somewhere, and off they've gone, and now they're probably planning the most heinous things, uh, f- things that are going to hurt our families and our friends. You know, we are in a very, very, very dangerous time right now. We don't know who's here. And we don't know what they've got. But you know if they're here and if they're terrorists, they're here for a purpose. They're not here to, to start a new life. They're here Look, to blow they something don't up. Need, they didn't need to bring anything across the border if they're a terrorist because uh, weapons uh, of destruction can be manufactured well, from just look household at, things. Look at 9-11. They use box cutters, Okay. You know, box cutters, that's the, the yeah, knife that you, you, put, you push a button, the, the razor comes out. Every and, retail yeah. store to open up boxes when truck comes in, you got to have it to open the boxes to get the goods out on the shelf. And those box cutters got them 757 and 767 airplanes, and we know what happened with those things, okay? These people are creative. They got into the country without being caught. That's kind of creative. And they're probably, mm-hmm. they're, you know that if they came across that way, they have people who are already here. They're probably living in some apartment down the road, and they're thinking about their next target, what they're going to do next. And it's not going to be pleasant, friends. So we we no, got we, we to worry about Putin and, and his finger on the trigger of a nuclear weapon. We've got to worry about the terrorists who are in this country right now. What are they doing? Where are they well, taking this country? There's sleeping sales, and uh, I think that they are going to do something. It is going to go off. Uh, Biden, on the other hand, you know, you talk about Putin. I actually worry about Biden because uh, I think he's the one that will sit there and, and cause the. He's going to be the one that fires the first salvo. He'll justify it that you think this he's going to fire the first weapon. Oh, sure. I think it'll be some kind of preemptive strike. And uh, that will force Putin. I don't, I, you know, Putin may, may be ill, maybe not ill. He may be his back against the wall. Um, but I've heard, by the way, people say, Bill, that experts say that the administration wants to remove Putin from office. So what you're saying may not be too far fetched. I don't know whether he'll fire nuclear. No, it would be know. a tactical. Uh, we might sit there. Look. Remember when we were in the Afghan war and then we couldn't get them because they were in the mountains in those holes that went deep. Yeah. So we developed a bomb that went into the yeah. holes, but we still couldn't get them. Afghanistan, uh, you know, uh, the, the, it's tough. They don't have, they don't have in most countries like us, you want to hurt us. You bring the towers down, you bring down our major infrastructures sure. and you financially crippled us. We are dead in the water. Now, you take a country like Afghanistan, they don't have infrastructure. So, right. And they hide in the mountains, in the holes. But we did make a weapon to go inside there. So, we have weapons. Yeah. Bunker busters. And so, we have non nuclear missiles. I I think they call them Moabs, mother of all bombs. Right. Yeah. Well, we have the mother of all bombs that we could, we could lay waste. And, if, you know, it, we wouldn't be, and the reason for those bombs is you can go in afterwards, clean up, bulldoze, and rebuild, but not if it's nuked. You know, say, now, what, if, say what you will about Trump, right? But he didn't have us in wars. No. He, he was getting us out of wars. He didn't start any new wars. 
As a matter of fact, I think he's the only president that didn't get into a conflict. So every darn president we've had in the last 40 years or so has had us in some conflict somewhere. Yeah, and, you know, I look at, uh, I was I was watching something on the news, and then I was watching uh, a show. I like sci-fi stuff. And everything is all this, well, we have to do these things for the the, the mankind of the world. Yes, the, the betterment of and, humanity. And everything, all this touchy-feely stuff. And I'm thinking, you know what? This These touchy-feely people, and that's how the left is getting to you, mm-hmm. you're... Your, your your heart is on a string, and they're pulling that string, the heartstrings, because you think that you're a kid watching uh, an Avenger movie. Oh, sure. We've got to do this. I'm I'm here. I'm here in my tighties in my my cape to save the universe and to d- deliver love hey, and peace. Do you think there's mankind. a reason? Think about this. There's a reason Hollywood has been promoting all of these Marvel comics, Wonder Hero kind of. Uh, movies, it's because it creates it creates unreal scenarios. And know? people, then these people believe that yeah. they somehow are part of this great force of good. Yeah, and they're here to save the planet, save the world, save the universe from you, not ourselves. You, you're the problem. You're evil. I'm you know, good. and the thing about it is, and, and Trump, where Trump was different, Trump felt that the Americans, the average Joe was a real good person. The average American didn't want war, wanted to feed their families, wanted to do right, and wanted people to live in harmony. He did believe that. But here's his problem. That's what's gotten him in trouble because uh, he's a good man. I believe he's right. I think he is right about that. But unfortunately, he was working and playing in a world that is he said, he said that on Hannity. He said on Hannity, look it, before I came to Washington, I visited the city 17 times total. He said, and I never stayed overnight. He said, so I didn't know the people in this city. I didn't know what I was dealing with. So he admitted on Hannity that when he came into office, he took the word and advice of some wrong people. You know, he, he trusted people he shouldn't have trusted, and they screwed him. I know we're running out of time, but I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. All right, we talk about Trump. We talk about it. it would be good to get him back in. He talks about getting back in. That's three years away, two, three years away. And your honest opinion, is he coming back? Yes, if, if he, he maintains his health. Uh, but here's, okay, here's, here's, here's the thing, though. And I know you. This is people will, will say that's conspiracy theory stuff. I I think that the deep state wants him completely out of the picture. And they want and him dead. They're doing everything they can right now to remove him. You know, I say legally, it's illegal what they're doing, but they're trying to make it look like he's a criminal. They're trying to get him indicted. They're trying to have charges filed in New York to destroy the family. To do everything they can. They said to Trump on the interview. Uh, Mr. President, do you think that if you were to, to announce today that you were not running for president, that all of this legal stuff would go away? No. And, you know, he said not right away, but eventually. He did say that. He said they would want to keep up a, a strong image, but he, it would, as the dust settled and the attention went to other things, you'd find things falling away, charges being dropped. You know what I'm saying? They would do that eventually. You know, Letitia, the attorney general, which this is just before her election, she did offer Trump the opportunity. We're suing you for $240 million because you've got billions and billions of crimes out there. Well, if it's billions and billions, you don't sue for $240 million. You sue for the billions and billions. But with that said, she was offering him a chance to do a nuisance fee out of the lawsuit because she wanted to say, she needs that win to report to. But she, she's dealing with the base. wrong guy. Trust me. No, he's not going to give it to her. Yeah. He said, "No, I'm not settling. I'm I'm going to fight this thing." Yeah. But I do think Trump's health, and I think he knows it, is in jeopardy because they want to get him locked down so they can get him alone and Epstein him. 
All well, right. he was depressed I'm, and everything. Now and, I'm, I'm going to step into the realm of the conspiracy theory. The, you know, people will say, ah, you're nuts. There is, there's a, there's a group of people out there who believe that there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes right now that we aren't privy to. Oh, I believe that. That, that you will not hear in a Sean Hannity interview on Fox that he's aware of, but he's not talking about it because there's a long-term plan that he's involved he's involved with. Do you believe that's true? Yeah, I think I think so, and I think there's a lot of game playing going on, chess movements. Let's put it that way. You're, I'll move this pawn this way and put you in what could be check, but it's not checkmate. There's well, a long way to go in this game. For example, that that uh, super master that they picked. I think he's a plant because Trump didn't actually pick him. Right. The thing is, was that intentional? Did his people actually accept that guy as the supermaster, knowing that he was going to be what he appears to be, a, a pawn of the, of the deep state? For the average Joe, we look at what's going on right now, and we say, you know, oh, he was the president of the United States. He had the ultimate authority as to what was top secret and what was classified and what wasn't. And he had the ability with a snap of a finger without writing anything down to change the classification instantly. I know that. My, you know that. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, look, look. I own this house. Well, what's the now problem with the supermaster? What is the problem with the supermaster? Why the heck can't he see this? Why I own this house, so I take this book. Did I buy it? Did somebody else buy it? Does somebody else living you in this house? You bought it. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. It's in my house. It's my property. Everything is in here. So even if I'm going, where'd that come from? Well, I don't know, but uh, it has something to do with me. It's mine. It's here. I'm taking it. There you go. If you're the president, and every president before has either verbally or not verbally you know, classify, just de yeah, or declassify. Yeah. Yeah. You can declassify, you know, I'm the president. I have the authority. I don't have to tell anybody what I'm doing or ask permission. Mother, may I, I am the president. I'm declassifying. Well, they have no problem letting Hillary Clinton take classified stuff to her place and they slap her on the wrist and that's fine. And, and, and nothing happens of it. Medusa. Yeah. With yeah. all the, the snakes coming out of her head. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, here's one conspiracy thing. And I thought of it when you were playing the audio of, uh, Marjorie, mm -hmm. you know, Trump has got a target on his head, right? Because th they like to get people alone and that's when, well, something bad happened. Just like the story you told me off mic about, uh, another storage facility where a guy just falls in a, a cooking vat. Yeah. Guy named uh, guy named Dale Davili. He's sixty three uh, years old. They found him dead inside a kettle cooker after uh, Cumberland County, New Jersey police were called to a food processing plant. We, we how many food processing plants have we talked about uh, having burned or had problems? There, there's over a hundred. Something yeah. is going on, and there's a reason for that. Yep. But we don't know what it is, so I'm not going to. I could speculate, but I'm not. But back to my story. Mm -hmm. You know, Trump has got a target on him because what he stands for, and there are a mass of you that are, you know, we believe in what he believes in. With that said, there are voices of freedom. Now, Sean Hannity used to be kind of a voice of freedom. He's gotten a little wimpy because I think he's had the fear of God. He's still conservative, but he's had some fear put into him, just like a Lindsay is yeah. that's wishy-washy. But Tucker, oh, Tucker's Tucker ruthless. doesn't care. Yeah. He, yeah. And he's out there now, you know, they're, they're after DeSantis. They're after Abbott. They're talking to him. Don't think these guys don't, aren't being watched and don't have targets on them. But you know, there's some point in time they're going to say, you know what? We got to shut this clown up, you know? Well, Tucker, if I were you, and he might even talk about this. If I were you, I wouldn't go walk to the ledge of any high-rise yeah. uh, building in New York looking at, whoa, what a beautiful... Oh! No, I, I think I think it wouldn't surprise me if all of a sudden you'd hear somebody say, uh, Tucker Carlson has been charged with some 
you know, stupid thing. Stupid crime. And I didn't yeah. do it. I didn't yeah. do it, man. Well, but they yeah. can plant and the evidence. He's been relieved from his duties at Fox. And then, I mean, this is what the, this is what they did to Bill O'Reilly. Now, Bill O'Reilly, I don't know whether there was any real sm- fire there. There was smoke, but I, but they removed him because he had the highest numbers of any cable news program uh, in the country at the time. Bill O'Reilly did, and now Tucker Carlson is in that same boat, and he is. As effective as O'Reilly, if not more so. But what O'Reilly has shown Tucker is that there is life and money after Fox. The problem is a guy like Tucker, if he were to be removed from Fox right now because of whatever reason, he would he would take a, a massive audience with him. People oh, would yeah, go he, looking for him. He would sit there and, uh, yeah, 69 bucks a month, sure, I'll do a podcast. Yeah. And people would flock to it, and the podcast host would be happy. But you know, I I'm saying he might he might want to be careful. No, I'm not saying back down. I'm saying he's just got to keep in mind that double somebody, up on your security. Double yeah. up on your security yeah. because somewhere is a red dot with your skull on it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just saying. You know, this is the way it works. We're dealing with dangerous people. That's exactly right. Ruthless, dangerous people. They'll do whatever has to be done to keep themselves in power. Anyway, we've done it again, Bill. I just looked at the old clock on the wall. We have finished. I think we went over. Yeah. Uh, Again, a reminder, our phone number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868, or let's vote. And uh, our email address is? It's mail at itsanotherday.com. You know, people are using the mail, but they're trying to sell us on stuff. Uh, I, I'm not here to buy anything or <laughs> yes. any services yes. or anything like that. And Keep- thank you, though, for offering your goods. Yes. Uh, it is there for John Q. Public to sit there and say, great show. You know, you guys need to get another line to talk about. Yeah. I applaud people's opinions, whether they're with mine or not. I might think you're an idiot off mic, but <laughs> hey, you think I'm an idiot on mic. So, you know, either way, it, it, it all works out. We are, we're just two guys like you, mm-hmm. and we're using skills that we've honed over the last uh, few decades in broadcasting to talk about things that are important to us. And, and you might not be hearing in the media. Uh, I think Tucker's show, by the way, is is fabulous. I think there's a guy named Rob Schmidt over on Newsmax mm-hmm. who's doing a great job. Greg Kelly. See, I don't get to see him anymore because I get everything off the internet and the internet providers that are out there and uh, the powers that be have taken off Newsmax, Max, OAN. Of course. I don't he's a get conservative. Yeah. Right, but I can get CNN, MSNBC, oh, and ABC, you and yes. you know but, you all know, of you, those. You can go, by the way, to Newsmax's website on the internet. Yeah, that wanted. means I go get my laptop out and I watch it on my laptop. Sure, but I mean, there there yeah. are ways, thank goodness, of at least accessing it if you need to access it. Yeah, you know? but you know, I shouldn't have to jump those hoops. No, they make you know? it they make it hard for conservatives to find their stuff. I don't and know that's how. Why? I don't know how OAN is going to stay in business. Because there are cable companies that are owned by the left that are pulling OAN from their lineup. And, you know, after a while now, Newsmax anticipated that might be a problem. And they've really, they've really marketed their apps and their websites. So there are other ways of getting, like I said, but if you use like the Roku box or stuff like that, at least mine on the update, they pulled the apps and now really the, yeah. Now the interesting thing is most people don't know that, uh, well, not, not my Roku box, but you know, some of these little box app things, Yeah, you can actually go and put it on your laptop and then program and throw some apps in it that work, uh, that get it, that particular device. No, it's built into the TV. Wow. Forget it. Not going to happen. Well, folks, uh, if something happens over the weekend, come back, check, see whether there's an update from us. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you about it and add our two cents. Uh, if it's really important, I got a feeling, and I don't know why I feel this way, but, uh, I got a feeling things are going to happen this weekend. I don't know what's, I'm not sure exactly what and or exactly where, but, uh, you know, things are uh, percolating out there and we may uh, have an interesting weekend. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, hey, this is a weekend off for me. I don't have football games to go do. Uh, I do have a st- something to tell you real quick after we get off this about football stuff. But, you know. <laughs> well, I, I'll look forward to it. Hey, my friend, have a great weekend. And uh, but I got a feeling we'll be talking. We'll be talking before Monday. But if not, if if I'm yeah, wrong, I'll be around. Yeah, if I'm wrong, I'll see all you guys again on Monday for it's another day. Have a great one, Bill. You guys, gals, and whatever you identify as. <laughs> Take care, buddy. I'm a toad.